Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We The Italian News, a podcast about uh, Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, May 31, 2021. Italy has administered 34,471,000 shots of vaccine, 11,871,000 Italians are fully vaccinated, 19.7% of the population. We are uh, approaching the 20%, one-fifth of the population fully vaccinated. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of the population are Molise, Liguria, Friuli Venezia Giulia, Abruzzo and Umbria. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sicily, Calabria, Sardinia, Tuscany and Lazio. This ranking changes if we consider the percentage of doses administered in relation to those delivered. From this point of view, the five regions with the highest percentage are Umbria, Lombardy, Marche, Apulia and Liguria, while those with the lowest percentage are Sardinia, Valle d'Aosta, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Lazio and Sicily. 84% of Italians over the age of 80 have been fully vaccinated. This percentage drops to 32.7% for those aged 70 to 79 and 24.4% for those aged 60 to 69. Italy is 8th in the world and 4th in Europe for total number of doses administered, but is 19th in the world and 9th in Europe for doses administered in relation to the population. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. Over the past seven days, with regard to the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of minus 27.9% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to COVID wards was minus 28.1%. With regard to intensive care units, instead, in the last seven days, the average change was minus 24.8%. On average, in the last seven days, we had 117 deaths a day with a variation of minus 23.2% compared to the previous seven days. It is the first time since last summer that all four of these percentages dropped more than 20% in a week. As we always say, every death is a tragedy and these are still high numbers, but yesterday we had only 44 deaths by COVID, the lowest number since mid-October 2020. In the last week of monitoring, all regions are classified as low risk and no Italian region exceeds the critical threshold for ICU or medical area bed occupancy. From June 3rd in Italy, it'll be possible to administer vaccines to the entire population up to 16 years without having to comply with the criterion of age groups. The doses available in June will be 20 million. In addition, the European Medicines Agency has approved the use of the Pfizer vaccine also for adolescents aged 12 to 15 years. In Italy, there are 2.3 million young people uh, of this age who will be vaccinated before the start of the next year of school in September by pediatricians and family doctors. The network of family doctors, which will be strengthened using part of the money from the recovery plan, will also be used for the third dose of the vaccine, which will probably be needed between the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. There's news from the European Union, which is working on a new European anti-COVID plan, this time focusing not on vaccines, but on drugs that treat infection. It's a new step towards a harmonization of European healthcare, which today is a mess because it has 27 different systems. 
The plan calls for the EU Commission to be the sole purchasing centre. The idea is to entrust the Commission to sign the purchase contracts instead of leaving it to individual countries, and then distribute the drugs between the countries of the Union in percentage terms. The purpose, from a technical point of view, is twofold to prevent competition between rich and less rich countries in the acquisition of medicines and to prevent big pharma from raising prices and exercising their negotiation leverage. It is easier to negotiate with pharmaceutical companies by representing 27 nations than one. This is great news for Italy. The Italian government, uh, another great news for Italy, has approved the first difficult decree necessary to ensure that the recovery plan is carried out in the right way. The government has succeeded in obtaining the consensus of the parties of its majority, which started from very different ideological positions. Of the trade unions and the association representing industry, also convinced of very different ideas, and of the regions and the municipalities, bearers of other interests and needs or respecting the indication of the European Union, that is where the money comes from, and the necessity to assure at the same time speeding the procedures and respect of the rights and the safety of the workers. In the tenders there will be acceleration bonuses for those who deliver, deliver in time or before time and penalties of up to 20% of the value of the work for slowdowns. Special procedures for some important and huge works, the possibility that the government decides to intervene to substitute local entities that delay in implementing the projects of the plan, putting the object objectives at risk, and finally, extra scores for companies that participate and commit to granting an important quota of hiring for women and young people and a past and present of transparency in compliance with rules. The result was achieved thanks to the charisma and personal commitment of the head of government, Draghi. Sounds like a real masterpiece and the first of a series of miracles Italy needs. Next one should be the reform of the public administration, essential to change Italy. A recent study has shown that we are last in Europe for perceived quality of public services. Only 22% of Italians consider them good, compared to 46% of Europeans, 50% of French and 55% of German. Let's hope for the best. Three good news to conclude. The first one is that the study office of Confindustria, the association that represents large Italian companies, sees good signs of recovery in the Italian economy. The gradual easing of restrictions and the excellent acceleration in the vaccination campaign made possible in the second quarter, the one that runs from April to June, a first small increase in GDP, which will be followed by a strong rebound in the third and fourth quarter of more than plus 4%, which will be consolidated thanks to the impact that will come from investments funded by the European Recovery Plan. The second good news is that in Genoa, right under the new bridge that replaces record time and with a great success made in Italy, the old Ponte Morandi collapsed in August 2018, will be born RoboIT, the first pole of Italian robotics where new companies will be able to arise from the technology transfer from the laboratories of the best Italian universities and research centers. It will be the first European Robo Valley, and the goal is to enhance the results of Italian scientific and technological research, which is among the first in the world for number of citations per publication. The robotics and automation sector is in great development in Italy, with over 104,000 companies, plus 10% in the last five years, 429,000 employees, and revenues of about 5 billion euros last year. 
In the last 10 years, there have been 615 startups and innovative SMEs in the sector with more than 6,000 European patents in robotics filed, an ecosystem that also has great development prospects with triple-digit growth rates by 2025, especially in the areas of logistics and biomedical. The third good news is also in the field of science, and it makes us swell with Italian pride. Italian astronaut Samantha Cristoforetti, popularly known in Italy as Astro Samantha, will become the first European woman to command the International Space Station in 2022. The 44-year-old astronaut, Italy's first woman in space, will be the third woman ISS commander in the world after two Americans. Cristoforetti, a former Italian Air Force pilot, holds the record for the longest uninterrupted spaceflight by European astronaut, 199 days, and until June 2017 held the record for the longest single space flight by a woman. It's all for now, it's all for today. Thanks for listening and watching. I'll see you next Thursday because remember, starting this week, there won't be a Monday, uh, Wednesday, Friday, schedule but only Monday and Thursday so I'll see you next Thursday my name is Umberto Mucci please stay safe and stay healthy this was with the Italian news ciao from Rome